Greetings, this is your superintendent, Dan Sims, and you are in the loop with the soup. First of all, I hope you had a fantastic holiday, and as you look forward to another great holiday as we get closer to, uh, to the end of December, and uh, as we get ourselves prepared, we want to continue to keep you in the loop. And this morning or this during this session, we want to take time to talk about school safety. I have with me this morning, Corey Goebel. He is our safety and security manager. Corey, how are you doing this morning? Doing great. How are you this morning? Good, good. I'm doing fantastic. Let me tell you, I've seen Mr. Goebel in, in the streets uh, on the beat, and he, he is a master in terms of promoting school safety. So we thought it would be a good idea just to talk to you a little bit about what's going on in the district, what measures we have in place, but also to educate you on how you can help us out. So, Mr. Goble, if you can, let's just start out by talking about a day in the life of Bibb County Public Schools from a safety perspective. Can you just talk to us about that? Absolutely. So, what I can say about, you know, Macon and Bibb County, especially with our school system, is, you know, the school day here looks very similar to the school day in Macon, Texas, if such a place exists. Um, you know, mm. school days across America, you know, they're, 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 they're very similar. Um, you know, one thing that we do, I think, a little bit differently, and I, I can speak on that from, from an experience standpoint, um, when we're talking about school safety, we're talking about school security, in most school systems across the country, you see a, an effort placed in once students are in the building. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. we, we try to focus on when the kids get on the bus or when the kids get on the campus versus once they're in the building because if they if they get into the building and something and they they they're up to no good then then they're going to be up to no good you know in the building and that's where we don't want them to be up to no good um that said we 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 try to take we try to take more proactive approach, approaches to you know monitoring our social media keeping in the loop with the pulse of the community, what's going on in the community, seeing how that may have an impact or an effect on the school day because you know, our school system is a microcosm of our community right. and the, the problems that our community faces, they, they, they travel. They, 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 they have the opportunity to, to, end into, to get inside the schoolhouse. And if we can keep them out of the schoolhouse and keep them off of the school grounds, we've done our job. Fantastic. I appreciate that. So you mentioned, I'm glad you mentioned the idea of, of before they get into the building. I've been in places where I haven't seen the best relationship with, with, with other authorities. Um, matter of fact, I've seen people pass the buck, say, hey, well, that's your problem. No, that's your problem and not working together. I haven't seen that down here. Can you talk to us about the relationship and how that helps with school safety with other local authorities? Yes, sir. So you know, we're, we're fortunate here in Macon uh, and in Bibb County to, to A, have one to have our own campus police department that that right. is a that's that's a huge benefit to us um you know it may not you know may not be seen as that in some circles but i i can say that's a that's a huge benefit to us um when you factor in you know the the working relationship that our school district has with other governmental partners to include our sheriff's office our local ema the emergency management folk over at our local hospitals uh, heaven forbid, you know, we ever have to, you know, leverage that relationship and need that relationship, but, you know, mm. we have it. Um, just having that, having that 
that understanding that that work that workability between the between the different government agencies, uh, you know, having points of contact that that we can call, you know, in the middle of the night, in the middle of the day, the middle of the morning, you know, with our sheriff's office to you know to find out, you know, all right, we see what's being reported on the local media, all right, what really happened, uh, you know, just so that we can better prepare for what our day may look like because Monday night affects Tuesday morning, and hmm. sometimes we you know we need we need to know on the front end as soon as we can, you know, what to expect so that we can be best prepared to deal with it come Tuesday morning. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's a great relationship we have, and that makes a big difference. So I don't know if y'all know, we work really well with local authorities, and it makes all the difference in terms of school safety. Uh, funny, I actually have a Sheriff David Davis's cell number, and we text back and forth on certain issues. So even from that level, uh, we're able to communicate greatly. Right. So, so I'm glad you're sharing that. So let's talk about um, proactive measures. You talked a little bit about some, but what are some proactive measures uh, that we have in place? I'm glad to know that we're not always responsive, but we're always proactive as well. Can you share with the parents where we are on that? Absolutely. So from a, from a, from a proactive standpoint, uh, we, we, have a, we have several, um, several opportunities or several um, resources in place that, that we utilize on the daily or or in, in some cases in random approaches just so that we're not building any type of routine. Right. Um, we're one of the only school districts that I know of uh, and keeping in mind that you know I've had the opportunity to assess school districts all over this country. We're one of the only school districts that I know of that uses a random search approach to the entry of our schools each day. Mm -hmm. um, we, we we have you know screeners that, that screen students as they come in. It's not intended to be a gotcha type approach. We're, that's not what we're there for. That's not what they're there for. That's not what they're looking for. It, it's purely a deterrent. Um, you know things. You know having you know having the capability if you, if you see something, the ability to be able to say something. We we, we currently have some mechanisms in place. Uh, through our Let's Talk platform, and we're, we're actually in the process now of adding to that with a, with a new, um, more student-based approach to, to giving them a, a mouthpiece to be able to report something if they see something. Uh, there's a you know big, a lot of talk around the the uh, the idea that you know kids don't want to. Snitch, for lack of a better way, of, you know, lack of a better word. Yeah. But but at the end of the day, uh, hate to hate to bear it to the community, but we get a lot of our information from student snitches, and that's a good thing. That is right. And and in that same vein, we we need our parents to take that same approach and and follow in the footsteps of their children, because you know we learn a lot. We learn a lot from our kids and we our teachers, our staff. They've learned. You know, if you hear something, keep listening, because a lot of times, you know, our kids will tell on themselves or they'll tell on their friends to another friend in an effort to get your attention. Um, but, you know, just, just those little, those few little things, you know, I don't really want to get into the weeds of, you know, of, of you know, processes and, and procedures because, you know, again, it, it is, you know, it's a matter of institutional security. We don't, right. we don't want to, we don't want to tip our hand on our playbook. We don't, you know, we don't want you to know the pass is coming when it's run play. There it is. So y'all heard that now. So it, our job is not to let you know everything we're doing because that would, that would compromise the safety that we have in place. So just know we have some top secret things that will remain that way, but just know it's in, it's, it's in place all day long.
That's good to know. And, it's, you know, it's funny. I was talking to some kids and I asked them the question. Nobody's won this bet yet. I told them I'd give you $20 if you could tell me how many cameras in the building. Everybody starts, 700, 25, 32. And I let them know that there are the cameras, there's the individual student, there are the individual staff members. If you count all those sets of eyes up and add those to the cameras, those are how many cameras you have that in the is building. A, that is an absolutely... 1000% accurate statement. Yep. And and I will say, you know, just again from from experience, we are blessed in this district mm -hmm. with with the number of with the number of technological cameras that Absolutely. we do have. We we have in excess of about 7,000 cameras throughout wow. our district both in in hallways and in classrooms. In the classrooms. All that to say the greatest camera system that's ever been developed are the two eyes that God gave us all. Is it? Because no camera has ever been developed to be able to think about what it sees. Mm -hmm. And you know, we we use those, you know, we use those God-given cameras as that that force multiplier because, you know, again, empowering our teachers to be able to act in the moment, you know, if they see something, not only to act, but to act accordingly and in the interest of the safety of the students, the safety of their their, their fellow staff. And then ultimately the safety of that building. Um, that that's you know, if we can do the little things well, when the big things happen, we can get through them well. Absolutely, that's great. That's great. We have about a minute left, and that's a perfect segue into what I want to discuss next. And that is going to give our parents some insight as to what they can do. Uh, you talked about the see something, say something, but we got about a minute left. What are some things that we can, two or three things, that we need parents to be aware of or to do to help us promote school safety? I will say this without any equivocation. We have got, our parents have got to take heed and take notice of what their kids are doing on social media. Mm. Social media is a, it's a blessing and a curse. Um, and, and a lot of times, a lot of the problems that 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 manifest themselves in within within schools, and again, you, speaking nationally or speaking systemically, originate in in the social media realm. And you know, parents being more cognizant of, of what their their kids are doing on, on mm -hmm. social media, uh, as well as you know, listening and having those conversations with their kids. You know. I can remember when I got off, you know, when I got home from school, the first question I was asked, you know, how was the, you know, how, what'd you learn at school today? And, and the standard answer that I gave, because I was, you know, that kid was nothing. But <laughs> at the same time, you know, having those conversations yep. with your kids, getting to know, you know, know their friends, know what their friends are up to, know, you know, getting back to, just getting back to the basics of parenting, making sure that our, you know, your, your kids aren't, you know they're getting they're getting a good night's sleep every night. They're 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 getting fed. They're they're getting to school and they're and they're in school for the right reason. And then two, you know, when 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 trouble when trouble comes, trusting us to make the best decision in the interest of their child. We're not we're not a district that's gonna you know, throw your child to the wolf to nope. to save face. That's just not how the, that's no, just, we're not, I just not how it is. I agree. And, I'm glad you said that. We were we're not gonna operate like that. No, sir. Yeah. We have to function as a family. No, sure, and and, yeah. I, and I don't think that there's any school that that would would act in that way. You know, teachers, educators are a rare breed. That's it. That, it, that <laughs> it's 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 a calling, That's and right. I've I've yet to meet one in my in my experience that you know has ill intent toward any child. They're 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 
their intentions with children are always well placed. And I'm glad that you have been called to safety and security. You've done a fantastic job, and what you've shared with us this morning has been perfect. So I want to thank you again, Mr. Goble, for joining us this yes, morning. Sir. I'm going to let you go because I know you need to go keep us safe. Yes, sir. That's what you do, and you do it well. Parents, this has been Dr. Sims and Corey Goble, Safety and Security Manager, and you've been in the loop with the soup. Continue to follow us on Facebook and on Twitter to keep in the know in terms of what's happening inside the district. Love y'all. Have a fantastic day. And until the next time, be blessed. Mm -hmm.